Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. I have nipples. Can you milk me, Greg? <laughs> and I'm RJ. Who's Greg? Yep, just this guy. He was here, but he just left. The oh, really? Guy. <laughs> Is he white? Sorry. <laughs> Greg? Yeah. Nah, he, he's like ambiguous. <laughs> Racially yeah. ambiguous? Huh? Yeah, and gender. What do his what eyes is. look like? Silver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what his deal is, but uh, mm. he's just going around milking people. So, What does uh, melanin look like? Melanin? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'd say it's about a 70 out of 95. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is that it goes up to 95, term? right? <laughs> yeah, it's out of 95, right? If, if it's the right melanin I'm thinking of, yeah. <laughs> what's, a, uh, what's zero? Um, <laughs> the guy that used to hang out at Denny's that rode a motorcycle, he's definitely a zero. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can um, you get to a hero? <laughs> I mean... He's done some stuff, but uh, I don't know if I want to get into that right now. I'd say 95 is like Wesley Snipes. Okay. Yeah. So he's like a 70. Mm. It's a great guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How are you, RJ? I'm doing all right. Do you feel better, Mike? Oh, with the sickness? Yes, the sickness. I'm not down with the sickness. Well, I still, like this morning, I just I coughed up a bunch of phlegm. I love that feeling. You should do those little neti pot things. Why would I do that? I don't know. Devin makes me use his after he uses his anally. Did you use mine? Yeah. I did not ask you to. No, I did anally. Does the water come out of his mouth? Mm, (laughs) Depends on if we're, uh, you know, what is it? uh, Human centipeding it. No, he puts it in his ass and it comes out my mouth. (laughs) Yeah. It just depends on whose role we're playing. Uh, We switch. Who's a hungry, hungry hippo? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who's going to gobble up those white balls? It's RJ. It's always RJ. <laughs> no, the phlegm's in my lungs, RJ. Oh, yeah. Flush out your lungs. Figure that out. So good to get us. <laughs> I'm not a scientist. I make sandwiches. <laughs> but, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. need an extra large neti pot then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah, I think I would need a tube to suck things out. RJ. <laughs> All right, no, no. Okay, I got this. Okay. You just inhale salt water. Just hang yourself upside down. Well, what's that inversion table? Actually, yeah, that would that does help. And then literally just put the neti pot like in your anus, okay, and then it'll the drip out pot. through your mouth, and that'll clear out your it's whole not, insides. I, it's, no, I mean the human body is one giant meat straw, but that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> There's doors that, <laughs> doors. yeah, allow that to not happen. There was someone that tried that South Park thing, right? Like, did that happen before or after South? Like, was that? Oh, they South tried Park to eat with their ass. Yeah, like someone shoved food up their butt. But I can't remember if that was after the episode or if that's why they did that on the episode. I feel like people have tried that before. Yeah. I mean, I uh, Yeah. I mean, with the internet, I'm sure somebody's tried that before. I don't think they thought they were going to shit out their mouth, but yeah. <laughs> probably just. <laughs> I don't know what their goal was, but they're like, I'm just going to shove food up my ass. What happens when you butt chug? Like, do you still pee? Oh, good question. No, I think it just falls out. It just drips out slowly? Yeah. I don't think it, it goes that far. It's, the alcohol absorbs and you get like super drunk. Have you ever heard of people doing like vodka tampons? Yeah. Yeah, that fucks you up. Mm. I haven't done it. I promise. <laughs> I swear. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, does the does it just leak? Does the excess, the non? 
Yeah. Huh, interesting. <laughs> it's how you make non-alcoholic <laughs> beer. Strip <laughs> it out. Can you put stuff up your pee hole? <laughs> I mean, if, if it's kind of hole, you could put stuff up there. <laughs> like, like, can you put this like a little Capri Sun sl- straw <laughs> in your pee hole? A Capri Sun catheter? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, sip some vodka in there. I, I don't know if you could sip. I don't know if we have the ability oh, my to sip, sip with it. What? Yeah, you can sip. Oh, That's sip. dangerous. <laughs> if you sip when you're not supposed to, you might you might get something nasty in there. Oh well, yeah, it happens. <laughs> That's how AIDS started. It also sneezes, so I'm good. <laughs> Does it actually like sneeze? Like, <laughs> like it builds up to it, and then if it sees light, then it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, when- so close to sneezing, <laughs> officer. Okay, I needed to sneeze. Okay, yes. <laughs> it needed to see the sun. <laughs> it's been bothering me all day. Uh, I was feeling shitty for like six hours today. And then I just sneezed once, and I felt so much better. That's good. It was awesome. I don't know what the deal was. I was using the air compressor in the house and, like, blowing dust everywhere. So that might have been it, actually. Probably. Yeah, it sounds like it's probably it. Yeah. Yeah, I should probably think before I do stuff like that. (laughs) So, RJ, you just all right? I'm just all right. Yeah? Busy at work with the holidays and stuff. What, What do you mean by busy? Uh, ordering schedules are all different. Uh, people go out of town because of the holidays. Uh, Tell people no. are getting sick. Um, people are in town, so it's busier at work. Tell them no. Tell yeah. everybody no. Say, sir, hold on. Yeah. Are you aware it's with Christmas you. time? How are you? No, that's not even happening. Me? I, yeah. I function. Like if a. Uh, if Devin was out in the garage and he fucking welded his hand or something, I don't know. Like, oh. How are you going to handle that situation? Oh, he's he's in the garage. I don't think I would tell RJ. Yeah, he'd just disappear uh, for like two days and be like, yeah, I'm in the hospital. I'm like, I'm I don't, wouldn't be in the hospital either. He'd just be missing a finger. Yeah, be like, well, what happened? But <laughs> welded. Welded it. I technically told you six times, and I'm like, you have? And you're like, yeah. yeah. You were there in the garage when it was bleeding, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. And I forgot. <laughs> So I'm an employee at your work, RJ, okay? uh-huh. and I'm opening something with a knife, and I mm. slit my hand wide open. <laughs> this mm. is when RJ's Asian kicks in. <laughs> Did you handle that well? Yeah, I'd sit you down and suck out the blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, that's not where I was going. Sit, sit on your chest and just suck out all the blood. Sit on your Wait, chest. Wait, yeah. chest? It's my yeah. hand. Yeah. yeah. I got to prepare you so you don't, like, move and, you know. <laughs> what? You're not <laughs> amputating him. You're just I, sucking. I know what to do, all right? I I've don't think that's this. right. I've seen it in Nam. <laughs> Isn't that a Rikishi move? Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not right and then literally like you hear this like fatality finish him and i'm like cool just rip <laughs> off your arm and that's that's how i fix you hey has rj tried to suck the blood out of you not cut yourself around it yeah we talked to hr knives, and we're like yeah, yeah. Uh, rj just if- walks in the back like do i smell blood <laughs> yeah is somebody bleeding I asked him if he thought he was a vampire, and he said he's just Filipino. Yeah. I'm not sure what that means. What that means. <laughs> and he, he did this thing with his hands. Not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> same, same. No, um, uh, he's doing this a deep Asian squat out back. Wait for blood. Sharpening Ooh. a knife, and he sharpened the knife towards his hand and literally like sliced open his palm. Sick. And I was just like, damn, that looks like it needs stitches. And then I walked away. 
<laughs> that's, that's the Asian kicking in. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, Carrie, take him to the hospital. <laughs> and I went back to work. Man, I did sanitize the area, though. I don't know if I've ever seen jungle vampires, but now I want to see jungle vampires. Damn, we need a vampire Vietnam movie. Oh, that's that awesome. would be sick. Just yeah. in the trees, just coming down. Uh, yeah. In the tunnels, too. Oh, yeah. What, fighting Damn. Ho Chi Minh? Oh, Ho Chi Minh. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Damn. Oh. Be all about that. I, they need more, like, revisionist history horror stuff. Like, that movie Overlord was fucking sick. Yeah. The World War II, like, uh, human experiment movie. They need more stuff like that. Yeah, let's Down take there. tragedies and make them silly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, please. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, we already have dumbass Santa or whatever that new movie's called. <laughs> do you think they can do that with 9-11? <laughs> yeah, 9-11 Frankenstein movie. <laughs> you know, I, it's crazy. I heard there were zero Frankensteins in the towers that day. <laughs> like They had to have known. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Frankenstein's started 9/11. <laughs> yeah, that's the Osama bin Laden. Like he knew about the Frankenstein's that we were building. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's the real hero of the story. Uh, damn, this sounds very anti-Semitic. Calling them Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> All the Steins that day. <laughs> There's no J's in the building. Yeah, no J's in the building. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Either of the building. Sorry, sorry about the, the other building. The third building. <laughs> Full ages. <laughs> <laughs> but they got out of time. Yeah. Those are the funniest conspiracy conspiracy theories. Like I don't even know how to go about like verifying that, but you hear you hear like, oh yeah, did you hear that there was like no J's in nine eleven when it happened? And you're just like, Wow, that's a crazy fact. What do we do with that? <laughs> no, like you just believe people. It's like I don't know how to type that in on Google. <laughs> like I'm gonna come up on a watch list. It would be funny if like Enough time passes from nine eleven, and there's a like a conspiracy of being like, did you know that there was a third building? <laughs> there was. Like, yeah. There's only two buildings. No, there was a third tower. Yeah. Oh, the third the third <laughs> skyscraper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it? Literally like a quarter of the size of them. <laughs> yeah. It's like fat. No, no. The third yeah. one. It was the exact same size. Same size. It was the triplet towers. They yeah. just erase history, and, and they call it the twin towers. Yeah. They didn't want us to know yeah. about that third Frankenstein tower. <laughs> yeah. And Escape from New York, they uh, just edited it out of the movie. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. <laughs> I don't even know if that was an Escape from New York. <laughs> Probably. Uh, fucking Frankenstein's controlling the weather. <laughs> it's Frankenstein. Right? Frankenstein. <laughs> Get it. Uh, hmm. God damn Frankensteins. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me started on the werewolves. Yeah, Sandy Hook werewolves? No, I can't do that. <laughs> no, no. no. no uh, let's do uh, <laughs> uh, Mandalay Bay werewolves. <laughs> yeah. That's why he had so many guns. Yeah, that werewolf <laughs> did not fire a single shot from what I heard. It's crazy. Like, they just set him up just to pass gun control. <laughs> Fucking werewolves. <laughs> yeah. God. Man, you could put... What can you... I guess you could do like a... Giant squid, oh, a kaiju monster, and the eye of a hurricane. Guess you oh, that. oh yeah. yeah, responsible for El Nino. Yeah, what was the what was the big one in New Orleans? 
Katrina. Katrina. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's a kaiju in the middle of that. That was yeah. the uh, the infamous uh, what was Kanye like went on stage and yelled at George Bush saying he doesn't care about black people. <laughs> My, how the times have changed. Bush is like, how am I supposed to respond to that? Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> Like, I don't know if I I don't think I do. <laughs> I didn't know they were down there though. <laughs> I still think the and it's probably not going to be I don't know how many people died in the Puerto Rico hurricane thing, but when fucking Trump like they were asking him like about the hurricane, like what he's going to do for relief, mm-hmm. and he like threw paper towels into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Just rolls of paper towels. Yeah. It's like here you go. There's a dude that was on Rogan a little bit ago that kind of talked about like hurricanes and stuff like that, and he was like, he was like, yeah, the the problem isn't isn't that like we can't have houses because of global warming, we can't have houses in these areas. We just need to build different houses. Like yeah. this, this isn't <laughs> that complicated. Like what we do is when all of these houses get knocked down, we just build the same houses again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we need to stop doing that and yeah. build houses that can withstand hurricanes. Like this isn't yeah. isn't that complicated. <laughs> yeah. Just some brutalist architecture, just concrete buildings with no windows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Like, uh, you can live there all you want. It's just you yeah. live in this type of house now. <laughs> yeah. Like if I ha- if I had to live in one of those places, I would just have something like that built, you know? Yeah. yeah. If I had the money. But if I'm living like on the coast of Florida or something, I got the money to fucking do it. I'm not going to build like a house on stilts on a cliff and be like, this is gorgeous, which is what fucking people do. Like I'm yeah. going to, my whole, my whole back of the house is glass. Just one solid sheet of glass. This is beautiful. <laughs> no, it's a bad idea. They have so many reasons. There's some of those houses in, in Salt Lake and, um, the just giant concrete houses that are like very minimalist. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, that's interesting. And they're like, uh, that was someone's compound. Yes. Had yeah. Children there. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Those are <laughs> the secret bunkers in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. Have you they, heard all this stuff about the Denver International Airport? Oh, yeah, with uh, being able to go in and out? Uh, yeah, just like the um, – well, there's the thing with the mural that's, like, super weird. There's, like, a doomsday mural painted right. on the wall, which – it's just wild. Like the whole scene is wild, but it is just a mural full of a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. But like all like the underground tunnels and stuff and like how like workers, you know, like built this shit and then they would like lay off a team of workers and then uh, like bring in another team to build the rest of it and all this shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. They have that, uh, in, uh, in Utah County and Utah, they have, they just, uh, I forgot what company it was, but they just like started drilling into a side of a mountain and just built this giant like warehouse type thing in the side of a mountain that no one can go to. the The government uses it because it's it's full of servers. Of yeah, and so like the the only reason why it became like an issue is because it uses water. And they're like, hey, "Oh yeah, we live in a desert." <laughs> yeah, and the government's like, "We don't care. This is in the yeah. mountain. We're using it." <laughs> yeah, just melt some snow, idiots. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I just, I want to tour one of these like underground facilities. Like, is Area 51 open yet? No. You know, like, is that, they've confirmed that it's real, right? Yeah. It's a real place. Yeah, it's a real military base. Yeah. 
but who they, knows what they yeah. do there? But yeah. it's real. I feel like it, with all the shit with Area Fifty One and everybody knows about it, they would just change the location by now if they're doing like top secret shit. Just be like, uh, yeah, we're just gonna move it to Fifty Two. They just—it's all underground, though. That's they can't like decide to. It's just too much stuff that they have underground. I feel like they could figure it out. How do they build stuff underground? Big tractors. Do they get the the, the dwarves involved? <laughs> <laughs> It's it's all Frankenstein's. <laughs> <laughs> they just start digging. Could you imagine that's really like they, they don't have aliens? We just find out that they have dwarves. <laughs> yeah, <it's just laughs> magical small dwarves. humans. <laughs> magical abilities. American leprechauns. <laughs> American leprechauns. Yeah. The dwarf story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, those are Hispanic le- leprechauns. The chupacabras. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Every country has a leprechaun. They migrated everywhere across the continents. <laughs> yeah. I feel like American leprechauns are just wiggers. Yeah. <laughs> like dudes on Percocet wearing white tees. Are really tiny. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Let's get into this. We got a lot, a lot to talk about. Yeah. A lot, a lot to talk about. Uh, so this is my mix. This is uh, a mix simply called A Goat Named Carter. And if you just look at that title, you might think of a different Carter that's a goat, but you're wrong. This is my um, goat that's named Carter. Oh, I thought you were talking about Carter the Goat, the yeah. famous Instagram celebrity pet. Is there a Carter the Goat? <laughs> no. I mean, maybe. <laughs> we should make Carter the Goat as a cartoon. Yes. It's, just, it's just Lil Wayne as a goat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it could be part of uh, Island Pug and the Dominator. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so this is uh, just my Wheezy Mix. Um, uh, my Wheezy Mix... Let's see. I've had this version of this mix since probably April of last year, maybe March of last year. Um, it went through some different like incarnations with it of like, oh, these are like fun songs, or oh, these are like really deep cut songs, or yeah, it went through like different versions of it, and then eventually I just decided on songs that I love about what he does in them, and then on top of that, it's. Like, I would challenge anyone to take any one of these songs and show me someone who does something similar. Because I, hmm. I don't think that you can show me that. Because they are like, so right. specific and so right. weird. Okay. Uh, I got ideas about two. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. And so, yeah, that's kind of one of the reasons why I chose these songs to go on here. They weren't trying to convince anyone. These are just songs that I really love by him that I think are really interesting. Uh, I think Lil Wayne's just a is a really, really interesting artist. Um, he does the dirty. He does the pop. And then he does the weird, like, not, like, intellectual, but, like, yeah, he's not stupid. Yeah, it, it does slightly like abstract stuff. Yeah, abstract in right. with like pop sensibilities. It's not like avant-garde, abstract, weird shit, but mm-hmm. unconventional to the genre. Yes, I would say yeah. correct. But then he does stuff conventional to the car. He just has yeah. such a wide catalog of stuff that it's it's the reason why like Kendrick for me is the best because he's pound for pound like he doesn't miss at all mm-hmm. 
I don't know even why people even like consider Drake. I'm just like, what are you talking about? Just That's because crazy. he has like five really good songs doesn't mean anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got great albums. He's got a couple. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like full albums that are full of good songs, but like you, I, it's a different type of good song. You know, like it would be like comparing, you know, your favorite Beatles album to like a Taylor Swift album. Yeah. It's like they're, they're both good, but they're very different things. You know, the same right. person isn't going to listen to it. Rap, I, I don't know. It seems a little bit different because on the surface level, it seems like a lot of it is the same. But I think we found out recently that there's many like different styles within the genre mm-hmm. uh, that all like if you don't if you don't pick it apart, you don't notice the differences too much. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the reason why I like Wayne is like he's different to me than anyone else purely based off of longevity longevity and relevancy. Mm-hmm. Like you show me any rapper from that started in like nineteen ninety five yeah. that is still relevant. Like yeah. Snoop Dogg's not relevant. I don't I don't no. care. Like he's not. No. He hasn't been like relevant in hip hop for a long ass time. I and mean, even when yeah. he was at the height of hip hop, he was like he had doggy style. Yeah. But like that was, yeah. Name me another great Snoop Dogg record. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And like like I would say like Eminem came pretty close of being able to like be able to diversify himself and do lots of different genres, still stay relevant for a long time. But he's had some like dips in there where yeah. Wheezy, like he's able to just be like, Oh, he's able to tell who's on the up. And then he's able to do a feature with them before mm-hmm. they are like humongous. And even if they are humongous, he's able to do features that are just like super great on stuff that you wouldn't like necessarily like on the last Tyler record. My favorite song on there is the song that Lil Wayne's featured on. Mm. And it's like just he's able he's just so diverse and he's able to stay like relevant and he's able to please he put a lot of people's careers up there. So I don't know. I, I love him. He's great. That is interesting because there's a lot of like most artists. We see the rise and fall of the artist within our lifetime yeah you know like i would say it's like that with eminem like well in hip-hop he's had a couple comebacks but like and that's great and all he's done some good stuff recently better than he's done in the past like 10 years or so yeah but little wayne has nobody's ever had to say that like oh this is little wayne's comeback record no like he's just consistently stayed like you're saying relevant. in the culture yeah and like it's even harder with hip-hop because once you're 25 you're basically old as shit yeah like no one cares anymore and people still care about him like the old dudes and the young people like everyone still gives him a lot of credit we're like yeah there's not a lot of young people that are um talking about uh i don't know why i can't think of the other carter's name right now uh Uh, jay-z jay-z yeah like young people don't talk about jay-z they talk about beyonce because he's (laughs) yeah exactly but he's not active either like no yeah, he he shows up every once in a while, but it seems like Lil Wayne's coming out with stuff consistently. No, he was like he did his features on Donda, and it's like, oh, cool, Jay Z yeah. did some features. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> recently. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That is interesting because it seems like Lil Wayne came up in that two thousands era of rap, and there's not too many people around these days. You got like <laughs> the Game and Fifty Cent. 
Yeah. You know, and like, I don't even know if Ludacris is still doing things. I don't think 50 Cent's putting out music. No, they all got old and they switched over to movies. Like, they all did yeah. that from that era because that's what you had to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Ice Cube Weird. did it. Everyone did it. Ice Cube, too. Yeah. Yeah. Are we there? Even yet? Ice Cube wasn't like, I think he was a bigger movie star than he was a rapper. Oh, yeah. Those barbershop yeah. movies made so much money. Yeah. yeah. Friday. Like, oh, yeah. are we there yet? Yeah. Great movie. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Ice Cube was Ice Cube and Ice T. Like oh, yeah. they were nothing. I mean, not nothing. Like they were something, but their acting career surpassed yeah, everything like else. Your mom music knows music. who Ice T is. Yes, but, but it's yeah. not based off of Cop Killer. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's not because she loves Body Count. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Body Count. <laughs> she does love Body Count, though. That's right. <laughs> she likes those infusion bands. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Is corn emo? I mean, I mean the lyrics. Me. Like Either. something takes a part of me. Like all, all those lyrics. It's pretty emotional. There's like that subset of people that like emo that also like corn lincoln park and system of a down yeah i think corn is just like tones teenage wigger emo yeah (laughs) that's what i was into and then i found real emo did you i think i found it (laughs) still not sure yeah jerry's still out on that (laughs) yeah (laughs) what is emo i started watching like a one-hour youtube documentary on emo today oh god it was, <laughs> it was it was well put together, and they talked about um, you know like the Weezer influences, grunge, like brought up all the stuff we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Modest Mouse is mentioned a lot, like all of these things, and he was able to like phrase things in a way that made a lot of sense uh, to the scene. Where it's like talking about like emo adjacent bands, basically, and how the he didn't talk about waves at all. He just talked about like smaller eras within the waves but never referenced like first wave second wave third wave good he just basically showed how they got from rights of spring to my chemical romance that was like the path and it was it was pretty interesting but i didn't finish it that sounds good yeah um all right rj what was your uh thoughts going into this were you excited i have nothing against little wayne i like little wayne so i was excited about it nothing against him why would you have something against him? Yeah. Um, what do you have against small black men? Yeah, RJ. <laughs> that wear tight pants. Um, Is it the pants that bother you? Themselves. Is it, did he shoot himself? Yeah, he shot himself. We'll get why? Yeah, we'll, we'll, get we'll get there. Damn. <laughs> it's why Little Wayne is not racist. <laughs> uh, that was an interview that he, he said. <laughs> what? I love <laughs> there was like there was clips a while ago of his uh, deposition stuff. I don't know if you've seen that, Devin. No, but yeah, there's like clips. Uh, he's up to date. Yeah, <laughs> there's like clips up there of him uh, in deposition stuff being asked questions, and he's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Do they call him Wheezy? <laughs> I wish. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um. All right. Quickly. Uh. RJ's favorite song is two. His least favorite is one. And then quickly, Devin's favorite song is five. His least favorite is four. Oh, locking it in. Interesting. <clears throat> All right. So Dwayne Michael Carter Jr., known professionally as Lil Wayne, American rapper, singer, songwriter, and record executive. 
He, his career began in 1995 at the age of 12 when he was signed by rapper Birdman, joining Cash Money Records as the youngest member of the label. From then on, Wayne has was the flagship artist of Cash Money Records before ending his association with the company in June 2018. From 1995 till 2018. Wow. Regarded as one of the most influential hip-hop artists of his generation by uh, XXL, he has often been cited as one of the greatest rappers of all time. Mm. In 1995, Wayne was put in a duo with label mate B6, uh, at the time known as Lil Doogie. Lil Doogie. Lil Doogie. Lil Doogie. And they <laughs> recorded Doogie an Hazard. album, True Story, released that year. Although Wayne at the time, known as Baby D, only appeared on three tracks. Wayne and BG soon joined the southern hip-hop group Hot Boys with Cash Money label mates Juvenile and Turk in 1997. Juvenile? They released their debut album, Get It How You Live, in October that no, that year. The Hot Boys became popular following the release of their album, Guerrilla Warfare, in 1999, and the song, Bling Bling. Bling Bling. Bling Bling. Yeah, you remember that song? Is that the song? Yeah. Bling Bling. No. Yeah, that's a big song. Yeah, that's a huge song. Devin's not really into rap, so. No. <laughs> Remember the other juvenile song? Shake the Ass? Was no, that, that, that was, was a mystical? That was mystical. mystical. Yeah. <laughs> juvenile is, hold on, hold on, I got this. You're a big fine woman, won't you? Back that ass up. Call me there Big Daddy, won't you? Back that ass up. <laughs> Girl, who you playing with? Back that ass up. Yeah. Something, something, juvenile. Something, something. Yeah. That was the shit. All right. I remember Juvenile. It's the only way you get RJ to fuck. Devin sings me juvenile. (laughs) Yeah, before bedtime every night. (laughs) I sing it to my hand. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big fine woman when you back that ass. Lil Wayne's solo debut album, uh, The Block is Hot in 1999, was his solo breakthrough and he reached higher popularity with his fourth album, The Carter, in 2004. (coughs) And uh, fifth album, The Carter II, in 2005, as well as several mixtapes and collaborations throughout 2006 and 2007. He gained more prominence within the music industry with his sixth album, The Carter III, in 2008, with first week sales of over one million copies in the U.S. The album won the Grammy Award for Best Rap Album and included successful singles such as Emily, Got Money, Lollipop, and later became his first single to reach one, number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Big album. That uh, was three? What? That was three? Yeah, that was three. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so by the time three came out in 2008, he had been doing, he had been uh, a rap artist for 13 years at that point. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Uh, Wayne has sold over 120 million records worldwide, including more than 20 million albums and 70 million digital tracks in the United States, making him one of the world's best-selling music artists. He has won five Grammys, 11 BET Awards, four Billboard Music Awards, two MTV Music Awards, eight NAACP Image Awards. I hope to win that one. (laughs) In 2012, he became the first male artist to surpass Elvis Presley, with the most entries 
on the Billboard Hot 100 with 109 songs. Wow. Lil Wayne is also currently serves as the CEO of his own label, Young Money Entertainment. Um, let's see here. 2007, Carter was arrested in New York City following a performance at the Beacon Theater. Uh, the New York City Police Department discovered Carter and another man smoking marijuana near a tour bus. Carter? No. Yeah. After Not taking wheezy. Carter into custody, police discovered a 40 caliber pistol near his person. Guns and drugs? <laughs> the gun, which was registered to his manager, was in a bag located near the wrapper. He was charged kind of with was. criminal possession of a weapon and marijuana. 40 cal is an interesting choice. <laughs> I'm curious what kind of gun he got. Uh, in Idaho, he was arrested on felony fugitive charges after Georgia authorities accused the rapper of possessing a controlled substance. Mm-hmm. Later, they were dropped. In 2008, Carter was arrested alongside two others. His tour bus was stopped by Border Patrol agents near Yuma, Arizona. They found 105 grams of marijuana, almost 29 grams of cocaine, 41 grams of ecstasy, $22,000 in cash. What was he doing with all that? (laughs) Didn't he buy enough drugs? (laughs) Was he trying to buy more? I don't know. Hmm, uh, he interesting. Was detained again in 2009 in Texas. <laughs> attempted criminal possession of a weapon. 40 cal? Again? Same one? <laughs> no. They give it back to him? <laughs> 2010, Carter was given a one year sentence, which he served in Rikers Island. What? No. He was held uh, in protective custody, separated from other prisoners, though. Which he would have been fine in Rikers. Yeah, I feel easy. like he would have been. Yeah. Uh, Carter said he was staying in good spirits, thinking about his children, and spending his time working out regularly and reading the Bible every day. Yeah. Pretty sick. Yeah, trying to get off them drugs. Good for him. Uh, in 2020, Carter pleaded guilty to a federal firearms charge brought against him by the U.S. <gasps> attorney. In the Bible didn't Florida. work. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he was pardoned by U.S. President Donald Trump in Hell January 19, yeah. 2021. Let's His go last full day in office. That's <laughs> beautiful. Didn't he pardon Kodak Black too? Yeah. yeah. That's such a funny move. Yeah. He, he is the funniest president. <laughs> he's got to be the funniest president. Yeah. Uh, he's had a bunch of lawsuits over songs and royalties for songs. Like in 2012, Wayne was ordered to pay Quincy Jones $2.2 million based on a lawsuit which stated the rapper blocked the release of Jones' film, The Carter, therefore infringing on its profits. Lots of fun oh. stuff like that. Wait, blocked the release of it? Yeah. What was, what was Quincy Jones' movie? I don't know. Just called The Carter. Hmm. Uh, in Does he just find things that have his name in it? I got to stop that. <laughs> I can't allow this to happen. <laughs> oh, I thought I had in here him shooting himself. I don't, RJ. I'm sorry. Aw, RJ. I can you I tell did. us this? Tell us this tale. Yes, he was a wee lad. I don't know how old he was, but uh, I think he was just home, and his grandma was like at work or something, and he was just playing with the gun and ended up shooting himself. So I guess the neighbors or he somebody called nine one one, 
and a cop came over and like kicked in the front door and found like a him like just laying on the ground bleeding everywhere and he like crawled to the phone or something like that. But then they saved him. Did he do it on purpose? No, he was just playing with the gun. He was a little kid. He's twelve. He's already rapping. <laughs> it's true. He's <laughs> an adult. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, so he's been around. He serves. Maybe that's time. why they keep trying to take his guns away from him. You don't know how to use these yet. Oh, it was to the chest too. Mm-hmm. Jesus. How? At, at the time he said the injury was accidental. Decades later, uh, Carter claimed that it was attempted suicide. Ah, there we go. He was told by his mother that he would have to end his rap-related associations. All right, Mom. How'd that go? Yeah, it looks like she lost out on that one. Yeah. (laughs) He got out of the hospital, and she's like, fine, (laughs) you can do rap. Carter wrote his first rap song at eight. So, Wow. What were you doing at eight? <laughs> um, I wrote my first uh, folk song at eight. Yeah, what was it inspired by? Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Yeah, he's a he's a southern rapper technically. You know, from Atlanta? Louisiana, Louisiana, New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. Okay. Um. Yeah, so that's that's Wheezy in a nutshell. Didn't he overdose a bunch of times on uh, scissor purple drink? I don't know. Uh, I thought I heard. No, he doesn't do that. Okay. Did you hear <laughs> that in his like you know in his house? He don't do that. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, I no, I heard that like he there was a, a while ago. People thought that he was dead because like paramedics showed up. And then he got out of the hospital and was like, nah, just drink too much drink. <laughs> I just woke up. We're yeah. good. We're good. I was yeah. leaving. <laughs> but apparently he's done it like a bunch of times. <laughs> it might not be normal. him that I'm thinking of. There's another one that um, I think it was like little Zan uh, was in the hospital a while ago. And everybody was like, oh, he just obviously overdosed on Xanax probably. But he just ate too many t- like hot Takis or hot Cheetos or something. Yeah. And he got a tummy sweet. ache. Hmm. yeah i know wayne had like a seizures or has seizures every now Mm. i don't know what it's from that's from caesar yeah (laughs) um but yeah he's probably xanax like not taking it if you take a ton of it yeah yeah but of course he's credited with giving lots of people their careers including drake and Nicki minaj so you didn't say anything about the big timers remember do i need to I mean, come on. Oh, RJ, RJ just wants to hear stuff about big timers. <laughs> I also don't need to talk more about Birdman, so. <laughs> I hate him. One of the greatest rappers of our generation. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into the mix itself. Uh, so I started off the mix with a song uh, from I Am Not a Human Being 2 from 2013. Uh, it's just the acronym for I Am Not a Human Being. That's what the song is called. Um, it is the first track off the album, five minutes and 38 seconds. Uh, I'm not a human being Two is the 10th studio album from him. It was recorded in 2013, young money, cash money records and Republic records 
Uh, I'm Not a Human Being 2 was included as one of the multiples of most anticipated albums of 2013 list. However, upon its release, the album received generally mixed reviews from music critics who criticized its production and panned Wayne's lyrics. The album debuted at number two on the U.S. Billboard 200. Fuck you, critics. Selling 217,000 copies in its first week. In September 2020, the album was certified double platinum. So, yeah. So, uh, I wanted to, one, I love this song. Two, this album is, it's it's okay. Like, he has albums that I love and he has albums that I think are okay. But he always has songs on albums that I love. Uh, so that's the nice thing about it. But uh, I did want to start off the mix with um, a relatively unknown, uh, I guess, album to people who don't really pay attention to him. Because I don't think that I'm Not a Human Being albums are really like associated with him, especially compared to the Carter albums, uh, even though he has two of them. Uh, and they're really interesting. There's like really interesting production stuff on them, what they do with the beats. But like obviously... When you turn this mix on and you turn this song on, if you only know Lil Wayne casually, I I, I wanted this song to kind of take you by surprise. Uh, the first time I listened to it, it took me by surprise, that's for sure. Because uh, sometimes you just need to fuck a piano, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> just get your dick right in between those strings. Hit that G note. Um, so RJ, talk to me about turning this mix on for the first time. I heard the piano, and I was, and then it kind of went on for a couple, like a minute or two, and I was just like, I don't know what this is going to be, and I was like, literally <laughs> sitting there, and I was like, is he going to do something that's probably going to annoy me, where it just it ends, and he's like, wheezy, and then it ends, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, would Mike do something like that? I was like, he could, he could, but then he started rapping over it, and I, I absolutely loved it, because the piano's just, it's just all over the place, and I, I liked it because... um. You know, it just shows that it's like, you know, I don't need a standard, like, boom, cat, boom, cat, like, beat that I need to rap over. He's like, I just play the fucking piano. I'll rap over it. I'm high. Um, So I loved it. And then that kind of changes up in a certain part of it where he just, you know, he just starts just becoming wheezy and just, you know, let, let it all hang out. He uh, just doesn't stop. No, like, it, it like, changes that one part goes. where I, I think they do, like, an arpeggio kind of, they do something on the piano, and they just change it, and he's just, he just starts getting harder, and I was like, ooh, he's changing it up a bit. It's towards the end. But then I was like, I kind of just liked it all. I, I like oh, the when feel like, of it. Boom, 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 yeah, yeah, he just, it gets intense. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I like that part, and I was like, I liked it. And then just kind of ends it, and he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not human. Yeah. <laughs> part two. I forgot to tell you, I'm not a, not a human. Just in case if you're not caught up, I am, this is the part two. <laughs> but I liked it as an intro. Which is true compared to, like, again, like, show me <laughs> a mainstream, very popular rapper that would do something like this, like, like let alone attempt it, but in my opinion, just excel. Uh, being like, yeah. yeah, you just like fiddle around on the piano. <laughs> yeah, uh, the only ones that I would like demonstrate it is an artist that is actually on this list or on, on this mix. And then I would say probably another one is just Kanye would come out and be like, "You want to see some weird shit?" Okay, <laughs> but then Kanye would fuck it up. Like Kanye would like add the Kanye al- aspect, which well, is he like would add yeah, Kanye to it, which could be great, right? Mm-hmm. Versus I think he'd just like, add a choir in the background more and throw some sample in it. Versus like like imagine like imagine if you're seeing if you're at a coffee shop <laughs> and like a rapper is gonna like go up to the piano and start <laughs> rapping 
next to a piano and you're like oh okay like he's probably gonna do like some slam poetry thing but it's not slam poetry like it's it's not he's not doing it in like that way he's just rapping as if he would normally (laughs) yeah just Just finding the rhythm in the piano (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's so it's the first time i heard the song i was really confused as to what like how it came about because it like to me i don't know how much he freestyles but it seems like he freestyles he a lot he, he gets paid so he doesn't freestyle <laughs> like yeah. it seems like every time like every like there's so many aspects to all of these songs where i'm just like were you just freestyling and this what came out like i don't know we're yeah. just like we're gonna do like a piano song and a guy was just like fucking around on a piano and this is what came out when you decided to start rapping like he's like just play something weird i'll rap over it he's like, <laughs> yeah. all right you don't want to do it try it out for nah just, just is this four four or something cool <laughs> i got it <laughs> i don't even know what it means by four four let's do it because i would be like interested if like a producer was like hey wheezy like we're gonna start off this album with just like a piano track and you're just gonna like rap over it. he's like okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> i honestly think sometimes with songs like these like they don't even have the music track for them to rap to. They just like rap to a click. Mm, like, yeah. Okay, we'll put the music in later. And then somebody's like, I think I can fit this in there. Mm. I can make this work. Yeah. But I don't know. And then it has to come together at some Because even if they do that with this song, yeah. like it doesn't quite make sense because of how he's following the piano. Like, like yeah. that's why it's confusing to me with this song because of how they're like, it's almost like a weird duet between him and this fucking piano. Yeah, and then he even at one point just because like is just like yeah, take it away, like you do your thing, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They could like score it like a movie, you know. He, they just get his his verses in, and then some guy comes in and is like like John Williams is like okay, we need this, <laughs> we need this here, another take, Wheezy. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Play the video of him in the in the sound booth. <laughs> we need that for the orchestra. The only other artist that I thought of that came to mind that would attempt something similar and it it does not go well um i don't know if you've heard it the album speed and bullet to heaven by kid cuddy no it's so bad i hate kid cuddy but this one is like Just two minutes in. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. I remember <laughs> when this album came out, and I was like, oh, I think it's finally time to check out Kid Cudi. Yeah. And I listened to this, and I was like, what? <laughs> do people like this? Turns out they do not. See, and that's the difference for me. Like, Lil Wayne and Kendrick do this thing, and I don't know how many people, like hip-hop heads, have talked about this. There's people that are pushing the genre of hip-hop, which Kid Cudi does, but there's there's MCs that push rap, meaning that, like, like, they're pushing the boundaries of what you can do as a rapper versus, like, pushing the genre of music of hip-hop or rap. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
like yeah. Kendrick and Lil Wayne, like they're able to push the genre, like they're able to push the rapping and they're not like Kanye doesn't push rapping. He pushes the genre of rap music. Yes. Does that make yeah. any sense at all? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because this song, it's like, it could be pushing the genre of rap, but I think he's just pushing his skills as far as they can go. Yes. Which is why, like, even Eminem said on this last Kendrick album that came out this last year, like, he's just like, yeah, Kendrick is still fucking around with new voices. Like, he's mm-hmm. still making new voices at this point in his career, and it's, like, it's crazy to do that, you know? And Wheezy does that a ton, which is another thing I wanted to add into this mix of, like, oh, yeah, he doesn't just sound like this. Like, yes. He, he has a lot of different tones to his voice, you know? Yeah, he's uh, he's a chameleon. Mm, yeah. He's like he's very adaptable mm. to uh to the beat. He can like I haven't heard his features, but I'm sure they're great just based on these five songs. Oh, Cuz oh. it's like Ooh. it's a very big mix of things that you can do and even like and we'll get to it in song 3, but even in that like he could do a lot of stuff with that but does something very unique. Fuck around and kill another nigga. I mean, yeah, come on, yeah. <laughs> that's just in a random the baby single, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like other rappers, when they feature, it seems like they're just like, yeah, just send me ten grand, yeah. and I'll send you the verse. And like, do you want to hear the song? It's like, no, just speed it up or slow it down based on you yeah. know whatever the song is. Yeah, and Wheezy with that is just you probably heard it. It was just like, oh, yeah, I could just like, I could just stop, yeah, just not stop talking. I got this. Yeah, <laughs> I've got some stuff I need to say about bitches and taking soma. <laughs> so yeah, just play the beat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Devin, when you turn this on, <laughs> tell me your experience with it. Uh, so I wasn't expecting a piano song uh, <laughs> at first. Um, I didn't know if it was the first song on the album, and I didn't check, but I'm glad that it is because it's a great opening song. Yeah, um, it is long, but it's okay. Like usually, uh, these kind of like weird one-off songs. They'll half-ass it, uh, kind of like what we're talking about, and like they'll do some uh, like, "Ooh, look, it's piano and rap." Whoa, crazy! Nobody does that, you know. And they'll do it for like a minute and a half, and then they'll be like, "Here's the record," you know. It's like dumb intro, but this is like a standalone song, like a good song. Yeah. Um, and like you were saying, he is playing with the piano too. Like he's playing off of it. Like his his rhyme scheme, the like. Uh, his the syncopation in his rhymes plays with the piano very well. And I notice that he does that a lot in uh, all of these songs. And he has 
I think what makes his rhymes interesting are the like the polyrhythms that he puts inside of them. Also, rhyming like the vowels before, like uh, it's in one of the other songs that we'll get. To. I, I can't break notes. it down. I, it doesn't because like when when I try to think of what he's doing, I'm like, but but that sounds stupid in my head. But when I listen <laughs> yeah. to it, I'm like, why does it work when he ran, oh, like rhymes these random words? <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, like. Uh, he has a way of uh, putting together words too, like lyrically that are interesting, but also just the hits that um, that his voice makes, that the rhymes make, is interesting. But it's very organized. So Kendrick will do a similar thing, but Kendrick is like Kendrick is like jazz, and uh, Lil Wayne is like Coheed, like prog rock. Mm. Oh wow, yeah, that's that makes sense. He like he's yeah. organized. But he's doing something that sounds very technical and is very technical. But when you take like that technical thing and take all the rules away from it, that's like jazz. That's like what Kendrick does. Like when he raps on like that, uh, this dick ain't free interlude, you know, that's very all over the place and has like a lot of different rhythms going on. It's just like free form. Uh, but Lil Wayne has like very good syncopation, very good rhythm throughout everything and throws in these little like polyrhythms towards the end Basically, like acting like a drum fill, uh, like taking the place of a drum fill. If you're thinking about just drums, like if you break down the hits of his like syllables uh, or his rhymes, I guess mm-hmm. it would be an interesting, very uh, organized drum track. I guess, mm-hmm. yeah. But I, it- this song really makes you realize that when it kind of strips away the beat from it, and you're like, "Well, I still hear like hip hop in this. I still hear like." the rhythm i still hear everything like why is that yeah and it doesn't like make sense like when i when you like i don't know if you've like i've looked like i'm looking at these lyrics right now and when you look at them written out i always like wonder being like why did you decide to change your rhyming pattern here you know what i mean yes like like when because i can understand doing every other and then it's like okay yeah but then i'm going to change my rhyming pattern here to be like every the end of every single sentence is going to rhyme and then i'm not going to rhyme at all for a little bit and then i'm going to bring it back into it i'm just like that doesn't make any sense to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah and he can pull it off too and it's because of those like the polyrhythms like the little like the eighth notes that he throws in there the triplets in between like the parts that don't rhyme yeah. If he throws in those like triplets or a rhythm on its own, it'll get you to that next rhyme without you skipping a beat. Mm. So I can't, I don't have the lyrics as an example, but he uses a lot of, um, a, a lot of rhyming of the words, but rhyming. So if you take a word, there's a, a lyric in one of the other songs where he rhymes the word seminal oh, with yeah. chemical. Yeah. And it, but, well, in this song, it's, it's so strange, but this girl named Dana likes to go anal, but he says yeah. Dana. Dana likes to go anal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's rhyming those, like, the par- the first part of the word, Yeah, you know? Right. And that's where the rhyme catches, and the end of it doesn't need to catch, like, seminal, chemical. Yeah. Those are, like, it rhymes at the beginning of the word and at the end, mm. in, in a way. Like, it, that one is closer than the other one. Dana and anal. That's yeah. a tough one. It is. Good job. But he, but he yeah. makes it work. Amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he pulled it off. And is this a song where he talks about shark pussy? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that's about, but cool. Well, that's because like of it. the beat. When he goes into that dun dun, that's Josh. Oh, dun, okay. Dun, dun, okay. Dun. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I, like when I 
think about like why the song was made it is it's like it's clear they're like working off of each other because mm-hmm. he suddenly goes into like talking about shark pussy and being on a shark yeah. in water and yeah. Like, oh yeah that totally matches that this just sounds like jaws at this point yes okay yeah. oh that makes sense yeah that's interesting you probably heard that he was like that's like jaws shark <laughs> <pussy>. <laughs> that's funny yeah he also talks about transformers and his dick being a decepticon and yes <laughs> that that's another thing that he does which i've heard uh childish gambino do it in his older stuff and i think i've heard chance the rapper do it there's a few other people that have done it, but he he basically has punchlines to his rhymes. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. I fuck this bitch like a transformer, Decepticon. <laughs> like the last word, he's just like saying a thing that has to do with the other thing. Yeah, like it's great. Like he, I wrote down a few of them in the other songs, but the it's it's funny, but it's like not funny to the point of parody. It's uh, it fits in well with the song, yeah. which was what I was worried about uh, listening to him in general is that he was going to be you know too like goofy for me to actually enjoy it as rap music well yeah it's so it's like just in this song so okay i'm just going to read this this little section because it is he goes from being silly to not being silly very quickly so it's the um uh did i make her take this dick like advice she seesaw it she suck it and enjoy it i stick it in her ass like some fucking steroids and then he switches jose canseco make no mistake like a white boy wearing black paint you're a fake ass n-word break pads n-word wait you ain't in my weight class n-word looking for the motherfucking man in the mirror so he starts talking like if you like it's it, the, yeah it's so confusing how he goes from like talking about his dick and she loves it to steroids Sticking in the ass like steroids yeah right into Jose, Jose Canseco. Canseco and then talking about like you're not at my level you're not even black mm-hmm. <laughs> but also that little rhyme that he threw in there too like Jose Canseco don't make no mistake yeah Canseco but says, mistake but he says mistake in the song. Does he say Mistako? That's what it sounds like to me. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Could have just said mistake though. Or yo. Yeah. But I like Mistako better. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, he says, uh, uh, Ben went pro, now I'm going propane. Oh, we're losing RJ. Uh, falling asleep. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's his rhyming scheme, especially in this song, it's just, it's so confusing to me, but I love it so much. I think that's why I like it because I'm like having to, like, every time I listen to it, I just, I'm sitting there analyzing, being like, why the fuck did you do that? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I really want you to listen to MF Doom sometime. No. (laughs) Listen to one of the good albums, one of the, the notable albums. I don't know if you've listened to a full album of his. No. Okay. It, his his rhymes are ridiculous. The way that he puts shit together is amazing. It's he's one of the best, yeah. like legitimately one of the best. It's undisputed. Uh, the music you might you not don't like. even like. It's undisputed. To Spotify. <laughs> it's undisputed. <laughs> I just I listen to a lot of other stuff. <laughs> Mike has a point. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Welcome back, RJ. Um, All right, let's move on from this song. Okay. Okay. Right. Let's move listen on to, to a different. fucking banger. The first time I heard this song, I got so excited because <laughs> me, to me, this song, the beat of it is like kind of close to a Kanye beat. 
It's it's yes. not far off from it, mm-hmm. but the way that he does it makes it distinct, and somehow like it feels southern, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a really confusing beat, yes. especially with the <laughs> yeah, like that sounds like from fucking Psycho. Sounds like from yeah. Bernard Herman. Like so confusing okay so this song is called holy and it's off of carter five but it's only off the deluxe version uh this deluxe version came out in 2020 and it's the second track off the deluxe version uh it's three minutes and 55 seconds uh so carter five is the 12th studio album from him uh originally planned planned to be released in 2014 uh ended up being released i think in 20 18 yeah so it took a while for carter five to be released and then the deluxe came out in 2020 um uh 20 songs from the original version of carter five were leaked online containing many unreleased tracks compared to the official version from carter five that was released in 2018 so that's why they made this deluxe version which is huge so Uh, this is the second song on there in the deluxe version yeah but they just didn't like tag it onto the end that's weird yeah uh, the album received critical acclaim and debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 uh, with the second largest streaming week uh, for an album of all time. 480,000 units sold. Ooh. Fuck you, Drake. In the first week. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I fucking love this song so much. RJ, talk to me. You go from <laughs> one to two. Okay. <laughs> talk to me. So this is what I was kind of expecting, just something like this in the intro, but then decided to throw piano at me. Um, but no, I, just because of the first one kind of started off that way, and I was like, okay, piano, and then I just expected just to be at the end, just being like, wheezy, <laughs> and then just that's it. And just having, like, you can hear him, like, lighting up a joint and just his name. Um, but I was surprised by number one, and then we went into number two, and I just heard the energy and just the beat, and I was like, oh, my goodness, this is great. <laughs> This is great. I love this. I love the little like, like the, yeah. the choir, and it's just everything all together. And he was he was getting it. He was getting it. Um, if you like this, Mike, you should really listen to MF Doom. Yes, um, Operation Doomsday <laughs> or mm, but the, food. <laughs> but I did like this one. Oh, uh, first smart MF thing Doom, you've ever said. Does MF Doom randomly say, "Remember Destiny's Child"? My favorite one was Farrah Man. Does MF Doom ever do that in a song? I mean, <laughs> he does other cool things. That's my favorite line of the song because it yeah. doesn't belong anywhere. He just decided to add it. Remember Dusty Child? <laughs> yeah. Remember them? Favorite one was fair, man. Uh, what about TLC? You like T-Boss <laughs> Left Eye Chili? I'm a chili man myself. The, the hook and chorus, it, it, it's all right of a hook and chorus, but it's, it's very catchy. It's not even a hook and chorus. Like I don't even know what to call it. It, it's it's hook. similar to what Meek Mill does. It's just mm. kind of this is something catchy. Listen, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like it lacks a chorus and hook, really. Like, or it, maybe it doesn't, but it just doesn't stand out as much. What's well, something that just people can get like that knows it's catchy? It's I, yeah, I, that's what he does. Yeah, it's like he re, he he repeats a set, a bar multiple times. But it's that beat that, like, for some, I don't know what they do with that yeah. beat to change it in that moment, but it just it's goes from like small to fucking huge. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's great. Yeah. It just, it, it, yeah, it relies on the beat 
and the whole like rhyme scheme just goes with it so perfectly. <laughs> yeah, and then he talks about fucking a baguette too. So. Yeah, <laughs> but the song's great. <laughs> Have you ever had the baguettes from uh, from Labou yeah, with dill it. dip? Oh, I fucked the dill dip. Mike, have you had those? Labou? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love those so much. I'd fuck that baguette. Yeah, when he, in this song, when it, when it's, they brought it, or uh, sold my soul to the streets, they brought it, they bought it previously owned, went to jail for a Glock, and as soon as I got home, and it's like, like, it's just, all of a sudden, that beat goes from small yeah. to fucking huge every time he does that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there is like that court that I bought a nine for my friend and a yeah. tech for myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. But it doesn't need, it's not even uh, like, like you're saying, Mike, it's not even like a hook or a chorus or anything. It's just that little break before it just goes into like bombarding you with this beautiful beat. Yeah. Like it's just a little they, bridge. I didn't even look up if like they sampled anything from this beat. It's, it sounds so original to me, which is why it sounds kind of like a Kanye beat, even though he samples the shit yeah. and stuff. Yeah. What do you think, Devin? Um, so what you were saying, like with the Kanye beat, uh, normally when we would say like, oh, this sounds like a Kanye beat, but it's missing this element. I would say like Kanye's beat sounds like this, but it's missing this element. Like whatever this has that differentiates it from a Kanye beat, like this made it better. Mm-hmm. It has It has some aspect to it where you hear it and you're like, yeah, I can hear that like Kanye West production, but somebody else got a hold of this and <laughs> made it way awesome. Like where Kanye <laughs> might fuck it up. Like he would cater it towards like himself and his own style. Hmm. And uh, I don't know, this one sound, it just sounded so good. But from what you were saying before, like any artist that does similar things that he does, this reminds me a lot of the album Damn, which came after this by oh, yeah. uh, Kendrick. Yeah, a lot of those songs had a similar feel to them. Totally, um, like just I don't know, just like bounce wise, you know, like the the flow of the the rhythm. But uh, the um, I don't know, it does sound like it is like they are sampling something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I, I looked, love it. I, I just looked on who sampled, and it's not coming up. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, it's a big song, so it's got to be. Well, no, this is the deluxe it's, edition. Yeah, right? it's like a B side, so they didn't even use it. And then they threw yeah. it on here. I don't even know why they, why they did not keep this <laughs> song. Yeah, I didn't listen to the rest of the album, but like, if they took this one off, <laughs> I can't imagine what else is on the album. Well, number five is on Carter Five as well, but yeah. Okay, this is just specifically on the deluxe. So, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Carter Fry is just, it's just a huge album. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get on to three, the big boy here. So, uh, number three here is Dr. Carter by, uh, Lil Wayne. Of course, this is off of Carter three from 2008 track six, four minutes and 24 seconds. Uh, Carter three is the sixth studio album from Lil Wayne, blah, blah, blah. Features appearances from Jay Z, T pain, fabulous, Robin thick, Busta rise, baby face, Kanye West. Uh, among some others there. Uh, amid its uh, release delays and leaks, Carter 3 became one of the most anticipated releases of 2008. It debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200, selling over one million copies in its first week. It made it one of the fastest-selling albums in the U.S. It reached sales of 2.8 uh, million copies by the end of 2008. 
So yeah. Um, widespread acclaim for music critics and has since been regarded as one of Wayne's best records. It earned Lil Wayne several uh, accolades, including the spot on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. Was this album. Yeah. Who is that from? Rolling Stone? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not even like rap albums, just albums. <laughs> 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 yeah. So when this album came out, Sean Myers got it. Friend of the show, Sean Myers. And uh, I remember being in this truck and he turned it on. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, it was, I was, because this is the sixth song on there. I was like, oh, yeah, these are good. And like, I haven't really listened to Lil Wayne too much. Um, before this, um, and then when it got to this song, I was just like, it really, really hooked me in. And this was back in like 2009, 2008, whenever Sean and I were rolling around doing this. And, uh, I would just, there's something about this song. The first time I heard it, that I was just like, oh, like you can rap. And I was just like, (laughs) I just like, it just mesmerized me the way that he formulated this song. And it stuck in my head for like a really, really long time. And like anytime someone would like talk about Lil Wayne, I would always think about, yeah, there's that song, Dr. Carter. That's like amazing. And then, uh, obviously when I first started, we started this podcast and I was thinking about making a Lil Wayne mix. Like this was always on the mix no matter what. And I just love this song so much. I love the beat and I've never heard, uh, another song like this where I'm sure there is Devin with the fucking doctor, whatever doctor, Dr. Doom. No, not Dr. Doom. MF Doom. Dr. Dre. No, the one who talk about doctor, Doom. whatever. I don't, I've never heard a song where he's, <laughs> he's, he's doing a concept in this song that is fascinating to me with how he's approaching hip-hop in general right now and where he's at in his career 13 years into it. Um, and I just love this song so much. Uh, and it is drastically different from the first two. So, RJ, when you get to Dr. Carter, talk to me. Uh, this one, I like the beat. Uh, I appreciate the concept of it, but I think Eminem saved hip-hop because uh, Eminem said he did, so I believed him. Okay. <laughs> And then I think like 17 other artists said they saved hip hop. So I don't know who to believe anymore. Uh, MF Doom saved hip hop. Yeah. So he, MF Doom 2008 hip hop. Yes. Yeah. This MF was, Doom. This yeah. was a rocky time. <laughs> so, uh, this is like Eminem's heyday of I'm on drugs. So let's like make songs about like cats and dogs. And, yeah. Know, this whatever. is when everyone's over Eminem. Kanye is still huge. And like, what else is happening? Mm hmm. Yeah. Was there any good music during that time? Just Kanye no. to me. Yeah. And I, Wayne, but that's it. Yeah, I think Kanye might have saved it in a way. I mean, he's yeah. even said it, I'm sure. I'm sure he said many things. Well, that's, yeah. a, that's a crazy thing. It's like when you watch that Kanye documentary and you look at College Dropout and you're like, this came out in like 2002 or whatever? Like, this makes no sense. It's like, crazy. The- it's crazy. <laughs> Um, I mean, they have the songs that, you know, they're popular ones, but there's other ones on there. It's like, just dang, that shouldn't be like going around right now. Like that, that should, should be kept a secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't show that to everyone else that it's like, you know, this is actually good. Um, but this, I, I do appreciate the concept of what it is. Like literally, I think if, if I heard this back in like 2008, I would have been like, whoa, this is cool. Yeah. Now I've seen a lot of artists do stuff like this. They, they, the theme, if you will, um, mm-hmm. if you listen to MF doom, Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, on Super. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about it. Archer. I'm just, just talking that shit. Yeah, um, but no, it, it, this has been done before. But I appreciate like this. I've heard this before, so it didn't blow me away. Yeah. The beat was cool with it though, and I oh, liked yeah. it. It, um, and then he kind of flipped it around and was like, you know, I saved hip hop, and I was like, ah, okay, I see what you did there, and I was like, all right. I like the message. I like the theme of it, but it kept on just like not standing out to me. Mm. Uh, I didn't hate it on the mix because I know you were showing him of what he can do, and I appreciate being there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know like in a skill set what this means. To me, if you're like, again, like people don't compare <laughs> Wheezy to MF Doom. And the fact that you guys are like, yeah, like they're <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> fact that they're in the same conversation with you guys. Like says a lot to me, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like Wheezy, like people love him, but they're never talking about like what I love about him, which is this, right? Yeah. And like it's the 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 lyrical and the concepts and what he's able to bring to the table, mm-hmm. and those are the things that they talk about at the MF Doom with is like purely what he's saying, nothing else really. Like I've yes. never like. I never hear people being like, oh, did you hear the production on this MF Do song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that, and that's what I that's what I was looking for with this mix because I have a preconceived notion of Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. With all of these pop artists that we do that I'd never listen to and people say they love, I always have a preconceived notion. Same thing happened with, you know, Taylor Swift, for example. I had like a notion of what she did. And she was doing like country songs and she was a young girl writing her own music and cool. I don't give a shit. I heard all the pop songs and I hate it. Yeah. And then you hear the deep cuts or the B-sides. And you're like, oh, fuck. There's like some good music in here. Like Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, Driver's License is like her big song or one of her big songs. And that one is amazing. Like that whole album is super good, good yeah. which that's kind of a shift we're seeing nowadays where all of the songs on the album aren't like oriented just for the radio. They're the radio is more orienting towards more obscure stuff, I guess like more non-radio friendly stuff. I think because of streaming, right? I think so. Like people are finding their own stuff and being able to make what's popular popular instead of, you know, radio stations or record labels dictating what we like Mm -hmm. or what's popular. So, I, that is what I was looking for with the Lil Wayne mix. Like I, and I haven't really heard his popular stuff. I've heard a few things, but I don't even remember what it was. But this is kind of what I was looking for with um, with Lil Wayne. When you say that you like Lil Wayne, I know your music background, so that makes me like curious. Like, what else can he do? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like Devin. Do you think like? The beat in the song to me sounds like a weird like '90s New York beat. I don't know if that makes any sense. You know, it kind of reminds me of a little guy named uh, Doctor Octagon. Okay, yeah, that's. Good. <laughs> this is the concept name. Yeah. Yes. Not exactly, but <laughs> yes, that beat was like a tribe called Quest. Yeah. And Farside. Farside was what I was thinking of mm. mostly. Like they in the song verges on a skit song. Oh yeah, you know, that's true. 
like they used to put these skits in albums all the time. They probably still do sometimes. But it it still is much like the first song. It's a standalone song that is fucking great, mm-hmm. and uh, lyrically it's awesome too. I do love the concept of it, but it borders that line of like this is almost a, a silly song, but it's not. Like it's it's got content within it rather than just being there for the sake of being there. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Lyrically, like, like to me, he's talking about like. 13 years into his career, he's trying to explain to young rappers about, like, this is how you do this. Yeah. Like, and this is in 2008. <laughs> Let yes. alone, like, the advice that he can give now. But, like, even back then, he's just like, let me explain to you, like, how you become, like, a good MC. Like, I can yeah. break it down for you, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I love when the, when he explains, um, uh, if Magic Johnson can make it, anyone can, <laughs> yeah. right? And then he talks about how recycling lyrics and the purpose of that. And then he starts naming off of great lyricists and MCs like Kanye who do that. Mm-hmm. It's, Kanye. it's so interesting. <laughs> it's Dr. so West. interesting how he breaks that down of being like, this is a concept that someone else has said. I'm going to use it in this way. And these are other great MCs who also are able to recycle material. Yeah. And I'm just like, God damn it, you're so smart. Yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking of that, Devin, did you know even though Kanye West dropped out of school, he'll always have a PhD? Really? Pretty huge dick. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your opinion? No, no. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't strike me as a big dick, man. I don't know why. No. Yeah. I'm be, I feel it's Chody. Yeah. Chody. He's got small dick energy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just look at him. You see him? He's Chody looking. Yeah, so he's got wide dick energy for sure. Yeah. yeah. He's gaining some weight. Just cocaine energy. <laughs> yeah. Like three inches long and just like so round. So round. <laughs> so yeah. round. Sideways cocaine. <laughs> Yeah. It's shape. <laughs> That's why Kim went to Pete Davidson immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got a skinny, <laughs> like a pencil dick. What does he have? Skinny what pencil dick. Pete Davidson? Yeah. <laughs> Draw it for me, RJ. <laughs> Ooh. It's, Ooh. Squig- it's squiggly. <laughs> Is it hanging down? Was that the bottom of it? That's nice. How are you supposed it to droops. penetrate that ass? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to have something. <laughs> Pete Davidson. Damn. But yeah. Who's he on to next? Was it Re- Emily Rajkowski? Some model or something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this song is fucking sick. I love this song so much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then after that, I wanted to show another side of that he could do. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this isn't even like, this isn't even a song that's like a huge single. This is just a song off of an album that it's just a, it's a, it's a good song. It's kind of a sweet song. And I'm like, I, I just, I really like the idea of when you see this song, you're like, okay, featuring Drake. Okay. That means that Drake's in it. Right. And you're like, oh, this is the perfect amount of Drake that I need in this song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's just him saying the same thing in the chorus. I, I don't know what he's saying. I don't pay attention to it really. <laughs> Uh, but all right, so this song is called With You. This is off of I'm Not a Human Being, the first album from 2010, track number three, three minutes and 49 seconds. Uh, let's see, this album had a digital release in 2010, blah, 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 blah. Uh, upon its release, I'm Not a Human Being received generally positive reviews from music critics who drew comparisons to Wayne's earlier work. 
and consider the album to be an improvement over his previous album, Rebirth. The album debuted at number two on the Billboard 200 chart, with the first week having digital sales uh, alone. Following its physical release, uh, it topped the chart, becoming Wayne's second U.S. number one album and the first studio album since Tupac's Me Against the World in 1995 to reach the top position in the Billboard 200 while its artist was in prison. Pretty sick. Uh, its lead single, Right Above It, became a top 10 hit in the United States. The album has been certified platinum. Of course. Of course it has. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I, I wanted Drake on this, and then I just found uh, a lot of the Drake uh, Drake featuring songs for Wayne are like older uh, Wayne songs, and they're not okay. great Wayne songs to me. Uh. They're like the Wayne that you would think of, I guess. And they're also older, so like Drake really hasn't hadn't like hit some of the Drake isms yet. Um, so, but because this is even 2010, and all he yeah. is is like barely even singing in a chorus, and that's it. That's yeah. It. So this is the the album cover with the fireplace. Yeah. 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 Can't remember the album. But. Yeah, because I think his first album may have been like twenty, like two thousand eight. So yeah, he's still up before the Head in the one. Clouds one. Oh yeah, well before I think that's twenty thirteen or something. Okay. Um. Yeah, but like again, this is just a sweet song that again, it's it's a simple beat to me, and he does he's able to rhyme the way that he rhymes in it, and I love it so much. Uh, RJ, talk to me about when you got to with you. Uh, I think this kind of fell into the same category of just this is just one of the songs that just needs to be on the album do i want it on the album no but it should be there um i think everybody needs like a baby making music (laughs) like i seduced devin to this one i was like bumping and grinding on him and he's like what are you doing i was like sorry you can't hear the song that's why that was happening i'm hearing mix four or the song four in the mix right now (laughs) and he's like oh keep on like he was just playing video games i was was like oh i haven't listened to it yet i don't know what you're talking about proceed But uh, it's just one of those, like, you know, I'm just picturing, like, Jamie Foxx just in the background going, Ooh. You, babe? I keep on going back to Kanye West. Though, but. Jamie Foxx, and I picture Jamie Kennedy for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He had a, like, a rapping, like, R&B. Yeah. Um, Be rad is rad. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, it was one of those. It was fine, and I just appreciate, like, you know, hearing older drake if you will just like before he became drake mm. um but it was it was it was okay song yeah i also i i the the mix needed a song before 5 oh yes yes so, yes i agree so <laughs> it, it's a 5 is so overpowering that you need like a you need something there uh devin talked to me about what you i had no idea that drake was on the song until today he just yeah. says, I'm with you, mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> yeah, and they could have gotten anybody to do that. And I was yeah. like, yeah. I I looked at it today just to see. I was like, okay, which song is this? And I was like, Drake. Drake? What? <laughs> He's on this? Um, Yeah, I, I like this song. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Kevin's um, an R&B man. I am an R&B man, mm-hmm. for sure. That's my roots, boys to men. Um. 
Yeah, this is the one that had a lot of the the rhymes in it that I like. The she got Indian in her family, Seminole. We go together <laughs> like chemicals. The, with her brain, she should make the honor roll. When yeah. I came, she caught me like the common cold. <laughs> sick. <laughs> so sick. he has like a line in there where he's like, she has a tattoo and she says she's going to get more <laughs> or something. Yeah, I just love the the story that he's painting with that. Yeah, <laughs> just those little like thoughts that he puts in there. Yeah, it's like yeah, she says she's going to get more. <laughs> and I fucked a bitch in the ass. Different one. <laughs> And she made me come. <laughs> See, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think in this song, too, was it this one that he has a line where it's like, I think this is a song my mama might like. <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think it might be this one, too, which is so funny when he's still, like, talking about jizzing in girls' mouths. He's like, this is a song my mom's going to like. <laughs> going to approve of this one. Uh, yeah, I, I like this one. It was It was smooth. It uh, put me in a good mood. I just listened to, uh, I was on a long drive back to Mountain View, or from Mountain View, and I put on uh, Bruno Mars' 24 Karat Magic. Mm -hmm. I fucking love that album. I I was looking for one song. I was like, I'll just play it from the beginning and see which one I'm thinking of. And I was like, oh, I'm thinking of all of them. Mm -hmm. I love all of these songs. So good. But yeah, like this smooth, like sexy R&B shit. I love, and I like when like uh, yeah. when rap does it good because not a lot of people like Lil Wayne will do a a smooth like R and B song and pull it off. Like Drake doesn't even do that. Drake does his rapping shit and his R and Bs and blah. sucks. Yeah, this this is so like again it would be so silly, but like okay, so tall glass of Merlot get her in the mode. Two tall glasses of Merlot oh, yeah. get her out of her robe. Yeah. I whisper the in her on the ear, floor. then lick around the lobe. Ooh. And when she check her watch, it's never time to go. Mm. I mean, come on. Mm. <laughs> I love those so much. That's Baby It's Cold Outside, the remix. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. That's the 11 months of the year. Yeah. Baby, it's warm outside, but we should stay here and fuck. Yeah, so yeah, his I just like I I just like the way his mind works. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he like he finds uh, creative ways that seem like it's just off the cuff. Like, well, even the beginning oh. of the song, it's like shoddy batter than a three year old. Like, excuse <laughs> <Yeah>. me <laughs> yeah keep playing and i'm gonna eat here like a peter roll <laughs> yeah. like, okay yeah okay you Talk about a three-year-old being pussy yeah. in the same okay yeah. <laughs> and it works three-year-olds can be bad sometimes <laughs> not like that not like the weird way but just you know they can just you know do bad things <laughs> yeah i get it wayne Okay, are we ready? Let's move on to the big boy here. This song, when I first heard it, <laughs> and I've been sitting on this song for so long, and I listen to it all the time still. It's, I just, I love this song. This song is like the penultimate like understanding of being like, this is what you can do with a song <laughs> to yeah. me. It's like, it's one of, the first time I heard it, I was like, has everyone heard this song except for me? Like, why isn't everyone <laughs> yeah. just 
screaming around being like, have you heard Mona Lisa? It's so goddamn good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So Mona Lisa, this is off of Carter 5, 2018, track eight, of course, featuring Kendrick, five minutes and 24 seconds. Uh, Infamous, the producer on the track, began work on it in 2014. He considered leaking the track after a few years, but refrained from the action when he heard the Carter 5 was being released. Uh, former Pharma CEO and convicted felon Martin uh, Shikrelli shared part of the song in a 2017 on a streaming app on Periscope. What? Uh, on the track, Wayne talks about a woman who sets a man up to be robbed by him. Fucking Liz. While Kendrick talks about a woman he doesn't trust in a relationship. Lil Wayne portrays himself as the robber, while Kendrick portrays himself as the boyfriend of the woman given the name Liz by Lil Wayne. Uh, This track received critical acclaim. Kevin Goddard of Hot New Hip Hop called the track a lyrical onslaught and said that Wayne and Kendrick had slick flows and witty metaphors. Uh, Israel Darmala of Spin called the track a fascinating story of deceit and lust. The track debuted at number two behind Maroon 5 and Cardi B's Girls Like You on the Billboard 100, making it the highest charting song from the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this song, it's just, it's, RJ, had you heard this song before? I have not, and I'm surprised it reached so far up on the, the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. like it's, it's not a pop song at all. <laughs> no, I've never heard this song before this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so RJ, talk to me when you get to Mona Lisa. <laughs> the, the overall, I, I don't know, the, the, the beat is different. It, it's like, um, it, it's kind of creepy, mm, but it, okay. it's kind of, but it also could be flipped around and I feel like, you know, this, you your put, creepy can be flipped around. <laughs> <laughs> My pee pee can you throw that <laughs> Sorry, you just mistook the word. You got that um, creepy hole you throw around. <laughs> you want to see Mr. Creepy? You guys want to see an inity to an Audi? <laughs> you want to see hello to Mr. Creepy? <laughs> Sorry, you're driving around in an ice cream truck. <laughs> Kids want a SpongeBob pop, and you want to see Mr. Creepy? <laughs> but I pretend I have like a roll-down window, but it's just automatic. So I'm just like... <laughs> you're making the noise with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh the beat could also be kind of like one of those where you could flip it around and turn it into like a inspiring song as well i I see that with this Mm. like it's just like you know eminem i'm not afraid i'm just kind of like flip that on there and it it changes the whole aspect of it but Mm. the way that little wayne came in and it was just done in it like he did like did in it and in it and in it and it was just like it was just like fire in your face or your ears, I guess. Um, but it was one of those, it was just like, it was, it was intense. The story was great. Um, he did a great job on there and just the, the energy and you could feel like the, just the, the evilness, like in his voice, if you will, of just like, you know, let's let's rob him. (laughs) Let's just take his, take everything he's got. Like, and then lie to him and trick him. And, like you know he won't notice until he's like actually just looking for it or you know until like you're both out on vacation and you know we know where everything is so we can get it and it's just you know it's lies it's deceit um it's a movie oh yeah 100 yeah. percent. and then literally Ken- kendrick comes in and it's just like hey I, I know what to do don't tell me what to do i know what to do <laughs> i can't tell comes you in. how many times i wanted to bring this st- song up when like 
because Devin would mention it of being like the best way to have Kendrick feature is to just stop the song and yeah. let him come in. I want to be like, oh, God, I need yeah. to talk to you about Mona Lisa so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a lot of, because, you know, just being an Eminem fan, but there's been a lot of Eminem features on there that I have liked in the past. And a lot of those, it's just like, you know, he'll kind of just like, I, I feel like most of the time he's like, no, I, I've done this long enough. I know how to make a song. Just <laughs> give me the beat and I'll make a song about whatever you're talking about. And I feel like Kendrick's the same way. He's like, no, give me anything you can dream of and I'll, I'll make something I'll have it back to you tomorrow <laughs> he seems and invested I, in this no, as, no, far, like, as far as a feature goes he seems like this is this is a Kendrick song and I don't know yeah. I don't know what the relationship between Kendrick and Lil Wayne is but he obviously respects him enough to be like I like like he's doing it in this song <laughs> yeah, yeah. And compared I love to like the energy when, from both of them like when Devin mentioned on the um uh, on that DJ Khaled song that I had that one time where it's like, oh, it seems like Kendrick kind of phoning it in. It's still good Kendrick because he can't really mm-hmm. do wrong. Yeah. Whereas this, it's just like he is taking it very seriously what he's doing. Yeah. 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 What, what, uh, do you, do you have a favorite part, RJ, in the song? Um, you mean just overall or if I like the Kendrick or if I like Lil Wayne more? No, just a favorite part. Just a favorite like a section. Part of the, of the story, song. basically, um, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I think if I had to latch on anything, I know it's kinda you're looking for a specific part, but I'm gonna say I like I like Lil Wayne's like part better just because it's the lies and I, I love this whole story of just like, oh, these are all the things we could do to trick him. These are all the things that we could do to steal from him. These are all the things that you can do to pretend that you're actually committed in this relationship. And I just fell in love with that. Uh, I was like, that, that's fantastic. Uh, Kendrick does a great job too, but I just kept on, every time I listened to it, I just love Little Wayne's part. Yeah. Do you like uh, Lil Wayne's voice when he's out of breath at the end? Oh, I love that. I love that when they're just like, hey, you know, I just breathe just to smoke my joint but then i keep on going (laughs) (laughs) all right and we go back into it yeah honestly one of my favorite aspects of the song is the last like 30 seconds or whatever like when it goes into that traditional like what would be in a pop song called mona lisa where they put the fucking uh the thing on lil wayne's voice to make it all uh sound like madonna or Cher. Um, <laughs> Do you believe <laughs> the, it's T Pain, right? That does that. Yeah, the auto tune. The auto tune. Yeah, when they put that auto tune on Wayne's voice at the end, and they're mo- talking about Mona Lisa at the end of it, and, like the purpose of the song, and like kind of explaining it. That's one of my favorite parts of the song because it sounds so left field, but like so traditional to a song that like is completely weird and abstract throughout all of it, but it makes sense, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Devin, you get to Mona Lisa. Yes. So, I'm going to kind of surprise you here. I've heard this song before. Ooh. And I don't know where. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know who showed it to me because I don't think I would come up on it by myself. Mm -hmm. But I I had heard it before, uh, but I didn't really remember it. So, I got to kind of relive it again. Mm -hmm. Um, And I... Uh, these story songs or concept songs can go, they can go bad real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of the other one that had Stan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, I think it's the. There's another. Was it Guilty Conscience? The Doctor Dre, Dr. Dre and Eminem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's another one like that. Um, 
there's another one I'm thinking of, but uh, R. Kelly. Yeah, strapped in a closet. <laughs> and this guy was in a closet. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> um, yeah, I I I love the whole like concept of this song, uh, and it it doesn't really hit you until. So I'd say my favorite part is the end of uh, Wayne's like first verse, mm-hmm. like towards the end when it starts like coming together as to what it is. Because it kind of starts off where it could just be a standard, uh, like, not love song, but a song about this girl that he's talking about. If you're not really, like, paying attention. Yeah, a song and about bitches. Just, yeah. And then they just, he really spells it out towards the end as to what's going on. And then you're like, oh, fuck, this is crazy. And then Kendrick's part comes in as, like, the other side. And you're like, damn, this is cool as shit. I like how they, I like how they did it. And it's not gimmicky; doesn't come across as gimmicky at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but that I think that's like the line that they tow. Like something like that could be like, oh, it's okay, it's just one of these types of things. But pulled it off, great beat. Um, I kind of get what you're saying, RJ, about the beat. It could be like a triumphant style beat or something. Mm-hmm. Like it does have different sides, but it plays very well with this song. But uh, yeah, it was it was cool. I. I like the whole story of it. I had to listen to it a few times, but I do have to say that uh, Kendrick in the song raps the way that Danny Brown talks. <laughs> it sounds just like Danny Brown talking. Like, I can't believe it. You put him in the closet. I love you, Liz. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's all in yeah. on it. Like he, like he's acting. You know. Like, yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Like it he's does. he's taking the role instead of just like saying the verse. Mm-hmm. So I agree. He's all in. I didn't think about it until you said that. I'm like, yeah, no, he he put in some work on this. He didn't yeah. just phone it in. Yeah, this is one of my like I did the featuring the goat, uh, and this is one of if not my favorite Kendrick feature because it, it's just so perfect. Like there's nothing like he he raps fast and but he's rapping consistent. And then he's doing a voice and it, it it adds to the story and it adds to the song. And like he doesn't overpower Wayne, even though he's like, that's how good Wayne is in this song that Kendrick's not overpowering him. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just a very, very well-made song. And it's, it's probably my favorite feature from Kendrick. It's just, he's so good in it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I liked it. Nice. I was surprised. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Wheezy. Um, I was hoping. I'm, I'm hoping you guys surprised me here. So I guess for RJ, his favorite song was two, and his least favorite was one. How did I do, RJ? Uh, I went back and forth with the song uh, five and two. I like the energy of two, but then I love the energy of five, and then I love the energy of two. So I went back and forth with those of my favorites. I think I settled on five just because I like Kendrick. Hell so yeah. I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll go both of them. Um, my least favorite one, then I just kind of went back and forth to three and four. As I mentioned, they're, they just had to be on there, but they weren't my favorite ones. Um, and I think I kind of said the same thing where I was like, Drake's on here. We'll give the, that song of a four. So I kind of hopped on number three as the one that was my least favorite. See, I forget how far RJ has come sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like his um, least favorite isn't the piano song. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that way, Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I know RJ likes a good piano, but I don't. Yeah, I don't think he would. Wouldn't have thought he would appreciate that As well. that aspect as a piano or yeah. of piano song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Devin, I said five four. How did I do, Devin? So favorite song is two. Oh hell yeah, man! You guys are just sixty nine in here. Uh, yeah. Well, my least favorite song is five. Oh, I love it. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that you picked that as my favorite, and it's not that I don't like it. Yes. But I will just say two is what I'm looking for with Lil Wayne. Three is a great example. Three and one are also great examples of something different that he does that I would like. But two, if he does that the whole time, I I love that. Mm-hmm. It, much like what we we're talking about with Drake, Drake does his thing, and if he keeps doing that, I will continue liking that. Yeah. But when he like ventures out or does something else, like that's not what I'm looking for him to do. With song five, I. I enjoy it, but it's not what I'm looking for from Lil Wayne. And it's executed very well, uh, but I don't know. That's just the one that did the least for me mm. in it, that's which interesting, was surprising to me too. But it it changed halfway through. Like, Well, that's the confusing uh, thing with Lil Wayne because he has such a broad catalog. Like, I made sure not to mm-hmm. put the Travis Barker stuff on here, RJ. That stuff does oh, not belong on here. <laughs> you know, it's like... Like when you go for Lil Wayne, like I just, it's interesting that you grab that currently, like, I don't know if you listen to him more, if it wasn't the energy side and if it was something else that you gravitate to, if you listen to him more, you know what I mean? Yeah. I listened to, um, I want to say half of Carter three and I didn't get to Carter five. (laughs) Hello. Yeah, and yeah, the one with Jay Z. Yeah. That was a great song. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. But there were a few songs on Carter Three that were two of the time and I don't want to hear that uh just because I'm I'm over that generation of rap. There's a lot of songs in there that are very club worthy. Oh yeah. And I'm cool off that. But like he does it better than other people, oh, but yeah. it's still just not my thing. Uh but I wanna listen to Carter Five. Mm-hmm. and see how i feel about that and also the i am not a human albums even though they got bad reviews or i guess two got a bad review i'm i'm curious about it still yeah 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 i was surprised i was uh i expected since you said that you went on this whole rap journey and you ended up like he ended up being almost your favorite if not your favorite mm-hmm. i did expect to find something i liked in it but I was surprised that how much I did like it, mm. you know. Mm. Can I play you this real quick? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, like that. Thank you, baby, for what became 
getting all the people knowing the strains in the games. I've been really able to hang in the fame, but when he said it, my name has been a change in my lane. I'm accustomed to fucking loving nothing but to get your brain. And I be stuck in lust and quick to bust a nut and take a nigga's day with no shame. Really be busting up, they thinking they thugging tough, but never do knuckle up. You in the game, you pain, you drug and touching everything you lame. Sucker, you cannot sustain the rain. Tech nine is such a cuckoo in this. Falling nigga, strange music. Wishes. I know a lot of you probably never knew who this is. You're listening to Tekanina, Sue Wu Pinnis. Are you a, listening to Tekanina now? That's just, it's a song called Interlude on Carter oh. 4 that he just gives oh. to Tech 9. It's a two that, minute, oh. it's just a two minute song where it's just like, Tech 9, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> that beat was a Tech Nine song. That yeah. was all Tech Nine. <laughs> the I, horns in the background. <laughs> when I first heard this, uh, like a year or so ago, uh, and I heard that, I was just like, "Do I not? Do I need to listen to Tech Nine? And I listened to more of it. I'm like, "I think I like Tech Nine. Oh, it's really yes. based off of that song. It's oh. so goddamn. Good. He's he's just when he's on it, he's on it. Oh yeah, and that's my favorite thing. Again, my, one of my favorite thing about. Like Lil Wayne, it's like Carter Four, 2011. Like it's his, like he had two albums in between that and Carter Three and Carter Four. But like to just be like, okay, Tech Nine, just I'm just gonna give you a two minute song where we're just gonna basically, yeah. it's just your song, man. <laughs> yes. It's awesome. I um, so have you listened to any other Tech Nine stuff? Yeah, it, I mean. There's I was just looking for the one album that I liked and he has so many fucking albums. He has what is that song called? I can't even remember what album it's from. I love this one. I still love this one. I got over this whole like generation of hip hop, but I, I love this one. Have you heard the song <laughs> Fragile by Tech Nine? No. Can you search it and play so. it real quick? Fragile. It, it features Kendrick. Ooh. It's one of my favorite Tech okay. Nine songs that I've heard. I love this beat so much. Break before 
penny and never do get it. I want you to come on and gobble it to me and die. You need to be given the remedy and why? Critics are really the enemy and ah, can't stand the way they slam today's gifted. Definitely incredible, get fanned away with grants to pay. This gem well ain't scripted, definitely impeccable. Ride around, I put everything in the flow. I'm the nine, I'm look very mean when I flow. Scribe alarmity has never been at a show. By the time it'll be better living in the stove. I'm gonna keep this playing because I need to hear Kendrick's part. Yeah, it's so bad. So So that good. is a good ass <laughs> song. That is not a, a Tech Nine song sounding. Like I don't know. If no, other out is more recent stuff sounds like this, but like, oh, so uh, goddamn good. I haven't listened to any of his newer stuff, but I'm gonna listen to that album. That I love the beat behind that, and it's still Tech Nine. But that's a perfect example of what I was talking about with other rappers versus Kendrick. Like Tech Nine is an extreme example of somebody that is very like syncopated and on the beat, and then. Like to bring up the movie Whiplash, mm-hmm. like the rushing and dragging, Kendrick is dragging. Like he's he's jazz, he's flowing, even though he's still doing that syncopated thing that Tech Nine's doing. Like he's yeah, mimicking it, Tech Nine in his own style. He's freestyling Tech Nine's flow, basically. Yeah, that was the when I first heard that, I was just like, so you can rap like Tech Nine if you want to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is so confusing. It's crazy because like he's doing the same thing, but they're also like polar opposites. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that sounds cool. Oh man! All right, let's All right. rate me. All right, how did RJ. Joe Damn Carter go for you, RJ? Uh, it was a nice one. I enjoyed the mix. I think it, you know, I, I was happy with the the context of it. I mean, I would have changed some of those just because it's like not my favorite song. But yet again, that was what the mix was for. Uh, I will listen to this again, and I am intrigued to listening to other songs. Hell yeah! Um, I, I just wish you maybe would have found other ones that I would have liked, just for the Look, three bro, and four. I could have put fucking Mirror with John Legend on there. You would have loved it. John Legend, oh. the, or is that the Bruno Mars one? I can't Bruno remember. Mars. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, he's got. Oh. I think it's on. Oh, he's been four. everywhere. He's, got he's the been Bruno everywhere. Mars song. <laughs> Yeah, I Wayne's think that's been the Bruno Mars song. But yeah, the John Legend song is great. The Bruno Mars song they is They actually have sick. two songs with Eminem. Yeah. Maybe three. 
I think he has three songs with them. Could have put a Travis Barker on there for you, RJ. But this isn't for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> another Travis Barker mix. <laughs> uh, but I, I enjoyed this one, and uh, you know, if you would have changed those, you would you would have had an awesome score. Um, <laughs> but this time, because honestly, I give you a four point five. Oh hell yeah, RJ! I like four point five. Me, do it. Uh, you know what? You know what? Because there was no MF Doom on here, you got four point six six. God damn it! Why would there be MF <laughs> Doom on live, this live on air? That just happened right now. Pissing me off. Why would there be MF Doom? Why would? It- Good job on your four point six, Mike. Oh, thanks. <laughs> We're just going to listen to this now, RJ. You did this to me. (laughs) Now we're going to listen to the whole thing. (laughs) All right, 4.66. I'm going to give you a 4.2 out of 5. Uh I'm sad that it's lower than RJ's. I enjoyed this, and I'm I'm going to listen to it more. Mm Mm-hmm. But the uh, and I liked that there's a variety of it. But like the only thing is like listenability for this mix for me again. Like I wouldn't listen to this mix again. But it's a great intro to Little Wayne, and I'm definitely want to listen to Little Wayne. Intro to Lil Wayne. Well, it was for me like it showed that he does all these different. It's like a, a sampler platter, yeah. you know. And I liked that aspect of it. Um, and I liked I liked all of the songs for sure um, to like varying degrees. But number two is like what I'm looking for. Number three I really like too. If he does some more like you know like you're saying like the New York hip hop beats. Oh, it's all there. Really baby. enjoy that. And, it's and, all yeah, in there. I, yeah, and I got to listen to Carter Five. I liked a lot of what I heard in Carter Three too. So yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to listen to these. And then um, you know I might I just might revise it if I. I like those albums. So would you consider yourself a Lil Wayne fan now? I am. I'm so close to being a Lil Wayne fan. Mm -hmm. I don't know enough to call myself a fan yet. I'm a fan of what I've heard, (laughs) but I'm not going to be one of those people that hears Freebird and is like, I love Leonard Skinner, you know? Well, I do love Leonard Skinner. I've only heard Freebird. Name this Leonard Skinner song, Devin. <laughs> this is Freebird Remix. Thing. I like it. Oh, just make it I see myself. I'm looking at the I like it. 
Yeah. I like it. You would like See, it, man. Yeah. The, the, I need, you, you know what I'm excited need? about this beat. Uh, yeah, I did. Do you Keep know the features on this song? Who was it? DJ Khaled? Close enough. Dr. Dre. This is spooky. It's a Halloween song. Who's growling back there? Who's that, Rick Ross? You know, (laughs) is it Rick Ross? Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, you, you're a fan. I know you are. Yep. You just need to listen. All right. Yeah. I think I am. I think I am, but I can't say for sure if I am yet. You are. It's fine. All right. All right. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta listen to four as well as five. I prefer four oh, over five. Yeah. But five is good. four over five. Yeah. Okay. Five, five has the XXX Tentation. You know. So four. Carter Scott's. four is yeah. the one that I should listen to. That's my favorite. Okay. Yes. I think I was... What is song number four on this off of? Uh, Song number four is off of a weird album. Uh, It's off of I'm Not a Human Being 1. Okay. No, I started listening to... Oh, I think you just said that the the Carter 3, song 3, was the one that you first heard that was like, oh, this got me into it. So I started with that album. Yeah. But... Okay, Carter Four is what I gotta listen to. Carter Four is my favorite through. I just think it it's really good all the way through. Okay, and it has stuff like it has a T Pain song on it. It's good. It's okay. got Jada Kiss in there. It's good. Okay, it's got right. Bun B on a song. It's good. Okay, all right. Bun B. Man. Nas is also on that song. It's good. Oh, okay, and Busta. It's good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, like a, I like a good Busta feature. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I might be a fan. And I, I will tell you by next week if I'm a fan. I'm going to listen to it this bullshit week. Bullshit emo songs are <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, You don't know if it's going to be emo. We I could have changed know. my mind halfway through this and made an MF Doom mix. <laughs> yeah. But um, <clears throat> you're probably expecting Emolution Gold Edition <laughs> instead of some obnoxiously long emo song title. As the mix, but um, but yeah, that's my mix here. I'm gonna send it right now. Hold on, gold Hold on. edition. This is fourth wave, right? This is yes. post hardcore mix. Um, it's not post hardcore. <laughs> it is fourth wave. Oh, it sounds like it's a post hardcore mix, then. Huh? <sighs> there might be one song that you might consider post hardcore. Well, I've. Since diving into this, I have I'm listened curious. to four of these. Okay. Yeah. Which one have uh, you not heard? Just three. You haven't heard three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, right. I, I, individual songs. I've heard the bands, those bands. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I have not heard of the third band or listened okay. to them. All right. So we got some cool post-hardcore in here. No, there's no post-hardcore. Mm. Unless... You've heard song three, then maybe that's some post hardcore. Even we'll dads, see. bro. We'll see. Um, <laughs> yeah, dads is not post hardcore. Uh, maybe not this song. Okay, 
<laughs> no, I mean, oh, what did you, what album did you listen to by then? Did you listen to "I'll Be the Tornado." Yeah. Oh, brother! <laughs> you should have come to me before venturing into dads. No. Oh no! I'm a big boy. If you have, if you have not heard "Shit Twins," I'd never listen. Bitch, you haven't heard you, the song "Shit Twins." Bitch, do I listen to the number one listen to song on any artist page when I don't know them? With no. this one, with this one, you need. I don't to. care. I don't do hey, it. We'll I find out. Their, okay. I always go yeah. to their most recent album and I say, "I know what did you do last in your career or most recently?" That's what I want to hear. What about the most like notable albums from a band? I don't. Care. Some of those aren't you know their current albums. I don't care. I want to know what you. <sighs> Or if you're a current artist still making music, okay. I want to know what you're currently doing. They're not making music anymore. They made "I'll okay. Be the Tornado" and it. Then and I want to say so hard. Yeah, that's what I want to see. What you last yes. did to see like yes. this is where you ended your career. For, okay. Four. <laughs> so, Dad's is the band that made me fall in love with this style of music. It's probably my favorite style of music. Bro. Whatever it is, I didn't know if it was emo at the time. I just I found two or three record labels and found all the bands associated with them at the time. This was like before Spotify and just listen to all of them. So a lot of those are on here, bro. You need but, to listen to modern post hardcore bands. Like I have been, <laughs> uh, I mean, I've, I've been listening to a little bit too. Wait, what have you been listening to? What do you listen to? Have you heard state faults? State, f- no, yeah, you haven't. You piece of shit. False. Out. <laughs> False. Fuck. I mean, give me just give me one more. Just give me one more. Record setter, yes, oh, yeah. fuck yes, that album is nothing. amazing. Oh, yeah, that's oh, oh, yeah, that's I one can't. of my favorite albums that I found this past year. Oh, uh, yeah, I've been listening it's to that. It's so fucking good on repeat. That album, oh, yes, yes. fuck you, All right. Jake, you don't know. I'll give you post hardcore in that one. <laughs> I will. Uh, I, I accept that, but fuck, RJ will love that band too. But have, have you listened? I've, I brought them up before. Have you listened to remember. William Bonet? No, 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 not yet. Um, oh no, no, I did, but I haven't like fully listened yet. I so that's the uh, the one with the weird logo. That's just a smiley face. It's a sad face. Sorry, sad face. <laughs> yeah. I just saw that the other night, and I was like, okay, I'll finally like listen to it. All 10, you got to listen fuck. to it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I started getting into it. And I was like, I need to set aside some time for this. Oh, yeah. That's the that's what you led me into that. I'm just like, oh, man. Yeah. I like this new post-hardcore stuff. Yeah. Because I'm not a huge, like, Defeater fan. I'm not a huge, like, Touche fan, but, like, I like what the newer ones are doing. Have you did you ever listen to Pianos Become the Teeth? Oh, that sounds familiar. Okay, I almost put them on this. Um I think you'd really like them and they're like they've gone through a few changes in their sound. They kind of went the like shoegazy direction, mm-hmm. but I almost put this song on here. I'm just going to play a little bit of it and I'm curious how you feel about it. Uh, okay. Post hardcore, man. This is post hardcore. Yep. Ooh, this is good. Oh, this is good. 
this is what I've been listening to. Yes. That's yeah. just the beginning. Pianos of become the song. teeth, right? Pianos become the teeth. That is the album. I'll just send is it to you. Is that off a of drift? That's the Lack Long After 2011, the first LP. Oh, uh, that's from back then. What's yeah, drift like? I'll send it to you. I'm going to take it down Listen. to them. Listen to um, the new stuff because here, I'll just play you. I haven't heard drift yet, uh, but the album Keep You is where they changed. This is what they sound like now. This is Keep You. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Okay, I don't like that. No, it went a little bit like shoegazier. It's a good album if you're in the mood for it, but I don't like that they fucking changed. No, this new album yep. fucking sucks. Okay, I just Black Long listen. After just and Old Pride. Old Pride will fuck you up. That's okay, that is a good ass album. Yeah. Okay, Real quick, um, I also found a new, a newer like within the last four years, um, fifth wave emo revival band that's doing like the math rock stuff, mm-hmm. and they're really like twinkly and good and like happy and shit. They just came out with this in October of this year. It's a three-song EP. What are they called? Uh, Origami Angel. Have you heard them yet? I don't think so. Okay. This is what they just came out with, and I'm curious where they go from here. Yes. Yeah. Now, this is their stuff from three years ago. Same fucking band. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I, I had to look at it a few times. I was like, this... This has to be a mistake on Spotify. There might be two bands, <laughs> but no, they just changed. Good They're for like, them. Yeah, fuck what we did before. Yeah. We're hard as shit now. All right. Yeah. Well, you can find this podcast wherever you get podcasts. You, if you want to listen to this kick-ass Wheezy mix, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Just type in five-song mixtape, all one word. Wheezy. And you can find it there. Um, and then, yeah, off to some... Uh, we'll see if it's emo, RJ. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, it's... It's emo, brother. Man, before we recorded, I caught a Gyarados in the wild. Oh, it's great that you in this game you just catch Gyaradoses in the wild. It's fucking a awesome. Fully grown water serpent. Yes, at level fifty, bro. And I caught what? It. Yes, you can just catch like higher level one. Could you oh. do that in the original one? <sighs> no. <laughs> no. <Fine>. Yeah. <laughs> it's so rare to be able to find a wild level 50 Gyarados. <laughs> <laughs> do, do they have I multiplayer re- for Pokemon? Um, I think so. 
Yeah, they they must because you have these like terrestrial things that yeah, it's hard to explain. Yeah, also I, I should almost, get Pokemon. I almost fucking caught a wild level fifty one Vaporeon, and I was so mad because I killed it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so close to catching that bitch. I'm like, you, you have wild Vaporeons in this game. What is happening? <laughs> They need to make like a human version of Pokemon where people just like capture dogs and fight them <laughs> and kill them. And be like, yeah, it's just oh, dog it. fighting. Yeah, what do I do now? I can't you have you. to go to the pound and rescue a pit bull. <laughs> like you're my new fighting dog. <laughs> <laughs> power is your power is baby killer. <laughs> uh, we're not thinking. We're, we need to think bigger because you can just bring the dog to the park and like you see squirrels, you see dogs, oh, you see yeah. pigeons. That's just training. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the pokey gym. <laughs> the park. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, I've got four badges now. I fucking beat the shit out of four gyms. <laughs> RJ is asleep again. <laughs> How, dare you, RJ. How Damn dare you, RJ? How dare you, RJ? I caught I caught a wild gold duck too, man. Fucking just Ooh. crushing it. Does that With, turn into Psyduck? No, Psyduck turns into a gold duck. Oh. <laughs> Damn, I prefer Psyduck. Yeah. <laughs> now, Gold Duck's a badass. His name Gold Duck, but he's blue. I don't know why he's called Gold Duck. This <laughs> <laughs> blue duck doesn't sound as cool. Yeah. <laughs> blue duck. <laughs> blue duck. <laughs> Purple duck. <laughs> All right. I got a, got a, a wild Chauncey just for you, RJ, too. Chauncey. <laughs> oh, I love Chauncey. <laughs> RJ's a Snorlax, though. Yeah, I caught a slowpoke just for you, RJ, too. <laughs> RJ is a slowpoke. RJ's dog's a slowpoke. Uh, even he's right. pretty quick. He's just short and stout. <laughs> All right, yeah. RJ, buy Pokemon, and maybe we could play. All right. Yes. On to How next week. What? Devin, buy Pokemon, and then we could play. Go talk into a microphone, RJ. Yeah, you Devin have $60. I know you do. <laughs> yeah. You make more money than me, probably. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Either way, you should buy it. 